Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for INE Live. I'm your host, Katherine Brown, and today we're kicking off an exciting new adventure here at INE. You may have heard the recent buzz about our upcoming live virtual training series. This is where we're bringing our elite live classroom instruction directly to you so you can learn from our experts, ask your questions in real time, and just really get a front row seat to the most up-to-date technology available. We're super excited about this, excited to tell you about it and bring it right to you. On Monday, we are kicking off this series by diving into the fascinating world of generative AI. We're focusing specifically on ChatGPT, GitHub Copilot, and Azure OpenAI. And really, whether you consider yourself an expert in AI or you've just kind of started dabbling in it, this class is designed to give you the skills and the knowledge you need to harness the power of AI-driven creativity. So we'll get to the good stuff in just a second. Little housekeeping as we do each time here uh, on INE Live. I want to mention we are, of course, streaming live right now on social media platforms, including LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We, of course, love it when you ask questions in the comments. We have a team of people in there monitoring your questions so we can get to them and answer them as quickly as possible. Already see a lot of you chiming in there um, and very excited to learn about AI security and uh, all these topics that we're talking about today. So super. Keep those comments coming. We want to hear it. Um, if we do miss your question, we'll try to go back in and answer it in the comment section. So be sure to check back um, after the live stream if we don't get to your question um, on the stream here today. With that, I want to welcome in our guests today. We have Tracy Wallace, INE's Director of Content Development. Tracy is a frequent flyer here on INE Live. So glad to have you here, Tracy. It is great to be here. Uh, thank you, Catherine, for hosting this, as always. Uh, love when we get to, uh, to have you kicking things off because it always goes better and yeah, i pay him to just a little bit of preview here i am so excited to talk about what we're doing and uh going forward yeah we're, this is this is just a fascinating topic that i think uh you know like i was saying earlier whether whether you're a novice um or, or really experienced you can learn a ton um because we're such in the infancy of this topic um so so excited to dive into this also with us today tim warner returning to INE live for the first time in a little bit Tim has been a technical trainer for 25 years, taught a number of sectors, including higher education, government, military, and has taught to both enterprise business and individual learners. And Tim is leading next week's live virtual training. So really excited to have you here with us today, Tim, as well. Thank you, Catherine. Same here. This is my favorite tech topic of all to discuss, so I'm ready to roll. Hey, Tracy, and thanks, everybody, for being here with us today. Thank you for being here, Tim, truly. All right, so we're, we're going to put Tim to work in um, in just a second. Tracy, I want to start with you, um, if we can, just by explaining why we're launching these live virtual training opportunities and what they bring that you can't get just through a regular INE subscription. What's different about this than what people can already experience? Excellent. I will absolutely talk about that. And, you know, one of the things, and I, I've been in the industry for quite a while. Tim's going with 25 years. I'm just going to say it's a little bit longer. And, you know, one of the things that has always been evident, and it's more evident now with the opportunities that we have, is that 
people learn differently. And not only do people learn differently, but individuals, depending on what they need, certain modalities, using a big techie term there, uh, work better. You know, look, we've got so much on-demand content and on-demand content is amazing. It's available 24 seven, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We've got our platform. You can come in, whether you're going through a learning path to get something like your you know, CCNA or CCIE, or if you're just looking for a specific topic, it's great to be able to go in there and to learn at your pace. But there are times, and there are also people where just being in a live environment, having that instructor right there, engaging with that instructor, getting the ability to ask questions, have them answered, and, and just being real time. There's something about that. And you know, I will tell you, I love creating any kind of content, but being in a live training environment is something that's fantastic. And I've been really excited about the fact that we've been, we've been looking to push this forward because this really rounds out the training and the learning opportunities that we have here at INE. You know, we've got Skill Dive. If you just want to go in and do labs, we've got so much on-demand content on the platform. And now we're really starting to ramp up a, a schedule of these virtual live classrooms. And, you know, in addition to just saying, hey, look, we know that people learn differently and we want to give these different opportunities. The other option that we've got with this is we can bring in industry experts like Tim to talk about topics that we know are of immediate and uh, just almost global interest to our clients, to the learners out there. And this just gives you the opportunity to come in and get that information directly from uh, the source, from a great expert like Tim. And so, you know, we're going to talk about some of the other opportunities that we've got coming up, some of the other courses that are on the schedule with some of our absolutely fantastic instructors. But I'd kind of like to turn this over to Tim. And, and Tim, it would be great if you could tell us a little bit about what people can expect next week when they come into your live virtual training session. Yeah, of course, Tracy. This is up to the minute information, this generative AI stuff. And one way in my own personal life, how I can, I can assess a technology, how far it's penetrating the world, is if my nearly 80-year-old mom, it's on her radar. <laughs> and the Gen AI stuff is just barely reaching her radar. And it's only been, it's less than a year since OpenAI dropped ChatGPT. So that is indicative of the immediacy of this technology. This, is this live virtual training is going to be three two-hour sessions. So it's six hours of total training very concentrated. If you've uh, trained with me in the past, you might know that I like to pack as much value per minute as possible or per second. And attendees will have the recording as a supplement. And I always recommend to my learners several times, make sure you go back because historically, students say that they derive new benefits and insights each time they review it. So you can take that for what it's worth. I'd like to go into a little bit of detail on what you can expect during each of those three sessions. A moment ago, I saw a PowerPoint slide. Could, Brian, could you possibly bring that back up? Here we go, the key topics. And also, Brian, would you please show all of the bullet points at once? Because we'll discuss them separately, but I like to see them from a bird's eye perspective. Thank you. All right, so let's take a look here. The subject is generative AI in general, 
but the OpenAI stack in particular. So you can see in the first bullet point, we're going to untangle. Maybe you've got some confusions. I know I did when I was getting started all those many years or months ago with generative AI. What's the difference between the chat GPT web application and mobile application and this API stuff? What does that mean? So I want to make sure that when you leave this training, you're, you have enough knowledge and understanding that you could speak intelligently with somebody who's given you a tech interview, your manager, a colleague, whoever you need to communicate with, and have current information on teasing apart all these different things, chat GPT free plus enterprise, what are the security implications involved? Okay, we're a larger business, ChatGPT Enterprise is good, but we want to develop our own applications that are powered by AI. All right, you want to consume the APIs, let's make sure you understand those. But you know, then again, uh, we use Azure and we have very strict privacy controls. Can we interact with GPT in a way that's off internet? Well, at this point in time, Azure OpenAI service is the only solution for that. You see what I'm saying? So long story short, you're going to come away with new ideas, new use cases for this stuff. Uh, optimization means I'm going to give you all sorts of practical tips and tricks. And I always assume, actually, I try not to make any assumptions as far as my students' backgrounds. But that's helpful to you because what I do is widen the net. So if you're a developer, you're going to have use cases, tips and tricks that are specific for what's important to you. If you're an IT ops person or a DevOps engineer, you have some slightly different priorities and spots. Maybe you're a business analyst or you're not an IT screwdriver and hand person, but you're more on the business side. Same thing. I probably should take a step back and just make sure we all understand what the napkin summary of generative AI and GPT are. I know we'll go into detail next week. But what we're talking about is software systems that replicate aspects of human intelligence. That's AI in its broadest definition. And OpenAI, a company with a complicated history, they've got pub, you know, for-profit and non-for-profit wings, they generated this model, as it's called, called GPT, Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. And we'll get into the weeds and the nuts and bolts as much as you want during the live training. That's to what Tracy mentioned a few minutes ago, the great value of being able to surface questions as they come up. Honestly, by the end of the training, if not before, you may be turning to chat GPT with a lot of the same questions, and you're going to come away with tips on how to better craft your prompts to get the best response from the AI. If you're a developer and you're concerned about the AI giving you dis, not disinformation, misinformation with the so-called hallucination problem, I've got tips, tricks, and strategies that you can use in the API to uh, increase the predictability of the AI's response and also reduce the possibility of, of false information, because that does happen. And there's a reason why it happens. You see what I'm saying? Let me see any other key topics on this. The third one, yeah, GitHub Copilot and Azure OI. Basically, the three days are aligned to different facets of the same Gen AI equation, the OpenAI GPT family. So by the end of session one, two hours of concentrated focused training, we'll be pretty darn good with ChatGPT, GPT, and the OpenAI APIs. On day two, we look at uh, one of many ways that businesses are packaging 
these generative AI models in software as a service or SaaS applications. That's what GitHub Copilot is. So we're going to learn all about GitHub Copilot, ideas for its use, how exactly does an individual or a business uh, get rolling with the service? How do you enable it in your IDE if you're using VS Code or Visual Studio or JetBrains or whatever? I'll make sure you understand how that works. And then most importantly, it seems to me, is tips and tricks for maximizing the benefit of GitHub Copilot, of which there are so many. Um, instead of coding just on your own, or if you're fortunate enough to have a pair programming pal, talk a little alliteration there for you, that's fine. You can look at GitHub Copilot as an additional programmer that you can run your code by, and you can delegate things that normally are a pain to do, like writing unit tests, uh, debugging and, and parsing error output that looks really strange. I've come at this point where I am very regularly going back and forth in VS Code between my code and GitHub Copilot chat, and it's helping me right along. It's not perfect, which is why we're going to learn tips, tricks, and strategies to maximize the effectiveness there. Because remember, products like GitHub Copilot and all of the other Copilots that Microsoft's developing are SaaS applications. So we're not able to get under the hood. See, that's an advantage of OpenAI. If you're a developer, you can get access down at the ground level to those different APIs where you can pass parameters and you can customize how the AI responds. GitHub Copilot can be somewhat frustrating sometimes because it's a package. You don't get to fine tune it or create embeddings. It's just an off the shelf instance of GPT. And if you look at it through that lens, it can be really, really helpful as a time saver. And then lastly, on the session three, we'll be focused on the Azure OpenAI service, which, as I mentioned earlier, is really the only game in town if you're looking to do GPT at scale and you need all of the governance controls that you're accustomed to. For example, there's the Azure Private Endpoint that allows you to take your Azure OpenAI instance and make it accessible only via private non-internet routable IP addresses. That's a big deal. That's a big selling point right there. Number two, if you're interested in fine tuning your own instance of GPT, say with your internal business data, totally possible using either OpenAI or Microsoft. But Microsoft has all of the existing Azure uh, services. So the idea is that you take your source files that you're going to do your fine tuning job with, and you'll put them in Azure Blob Storage or Data Lake Storage where you've got at-rest encryption, you've got customer-managed encryption keys, you've got heavy auditing and alerting and all of that. You see what I'm saying? So it's a compelling offering. Lastly, and then I want to pause to address all your questions, I will say that this course is decidedly slanted towards the OpenAI stack. Because you might be thinking, if you have more experience with generative AI, you might be thinking, what about Anthropic? What about Google? What about Amazon? I'm just going to be real here in my own, how my, I'm approaching this. Because OpenAI had at least a nine-month head start on the rest of the world in building and publishing their GPT model, that's what I latched on to since day one. I actually credit my 13-year-old daughter with getting me into Gen AI because, you know, kids nowadays, she, she's like, check out this. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so I got in right at the beginning. So what you're finding, if you haven't already found out, 
is that even Anthropic, who are folks who worked at OpenAI originally, even they lag behind. I mean, frankly, even Microsoft in their Azure OpenAI service lags behind what OpenAI is doing. OpenAI is burning rubber. My approach is that I've decided to let the other providers give them time for their products to mature rather than try to burn up too many brain cells trying to master the different models. Now, that, it is what it is. That's just my own philosophy. And the reason, one reason why that helps me preserve my serenity is because even OpenAI is changing so quickly. Again, you've noticed if you've done development with OpenAI, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They are steamrolling. They're not only rapidly developing their, their products, they seemingly don't care about breaking changes. So they're just steamrolling. They recently updated their Python library and it's, you know, elements of it are similar, but they don't care about breaking stuff, which I personally don't really agree with, but they haven't asked. Maybe they will, who knows? <laughs> so I hope that you're as excited as I am in summary, because this is some really distilled condensed training that's going to be current right up to the minute and inclusive of the announcements that Sam Altman made at the conference before he was ousted and all that drama. When, when OpenAI put their first conference on Dev Days a couple Mondays ago, I think it was. So the idea of your own personal GPTs will cover that. The no, you know, all of that good stuff is <laughs> long story short. So uh, here's the thing, we'll let you all know. You're getting a passionate instructor next week when you come in, which is absolutely fantastic. I love it. Yeah. But I also like, you know what he, Tim, you just went through some great stuff. Um, and I love the fact that you were teaching today, which is just mm. absolutely awesome. Um, but I also want to let you know, it's interesting because we've talked about this a lot. There's been, frankly, a lot of excitement about this internally. Uh, I, I think a good portion of our marketing team, uh, internally has actually registered for this. So this is not, and you know, Tim will talk about uh, the developer content, but this is not just for developers at all. This is for anyone, right? And you know, I think even if you're not a developer, even when you're looking at those developer things, I love what you said, Tim, this is really just a way, right? GitHub Copilot is an example of a capability that's built on top of this uh, generative AI. So uh, great stuff there. And uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about one thing I want everyone to understand is we are super excited about uh, Tim next week, but we have a number of other uh, live virtual training opportunities coming up. But before we get to those, uh, I think we had uh, a, a question or two uh, Catherine, do you want to do you want to hit us with a question? I think it's going to be for Tim. Yep, we do, and I think this is for Tim. Uh, thanks, Tracy. This is from Lou Esco watching on Facebook. Thank you, Lou, for your question. Um, they ask, does Azure differentiate between personal data and business data? Mm -hmm. Hey, Lou. Yeah, they do. Um, one th issue with Microsoft is that they love to change their product names. So I actually, I'm going to take a guess that it's called Purview. There is an Azure-based cloud service that one of its features is classifying your data, which would be a solution to marking data, you know, personal, project, organizational sensitivity, labeling. So the short answer is yes, they do. And the longer answer is go to the Azure Docs, try Purview, P-U-R-V-I-E-W. And that'll at least get you in the ballpark, if not answer your question directly, if I understood it. 
Yeah, uh, the whole name change things. Uh, you want to have fun with someone who's been in Azure for a while, bring up the word intra or entra. I'm not even really sure how to pronounce it right now. Yeah. Uh, you see us both laughing, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's just one of those things with Microsoft. Um, you know what? That's fantastic, and I, I think that clears our question queue. You were you were so thorough; we didn't even have too many questions. What I'd like to do now is I'd like to talk a little bit about what else we've got coming up. Like I said, you know what? Super excited to have Tim here. Super excited to have him next week. Uh, but that's not the end of this. We've got some additional. Uh, training coming up, uh, additional live virtual training coming up in 2024, and we've already got our schedule started. And so I've got this up on my screen, and I just want to go through and let you know a little bit. Uh, you can get here and uh, coming in, I will tell you, I asked uh, our folks, hey, do you want me to navigate here or just stay there? And, and they basically told me there's like 327 different links that we send out that are going to take you here. So uh, you can get here pretty easily. Uh, based on at least one of the links, if nothing else, you're going to get uh, as a follow-up to to this uh, session. Okay, but so so anyways, this is on our site. Uh, here we've got Tim uh, ChatGPT Generative AI. I think he's done a great job of uh, introducing that and letting you know what's coming up. Uh, we've also got uh, the incomparable uh, Brian McGann. Uh, he is a CCIE by four times four, and if you are a uh, an INE client, student, customer, you are probably well familiar with Brian. And if you are a Cisco-oriented person, you are also probably well, uh, well associated, well uh, knowledgeable uh, with the application-centric infrastructure or ACI. We get so many requests for this. And Brian's actually uh, presented this to some of our customers. The response has been fantastic. Like I said, this is something that has just been so much in demand uh, that we kind of had to go and, and put it up there. And I'm excited about that one. It's always great to get Brian uh, teaching live. And uh, so again, this is the application-centric infrastructure. It's kind of like the automation layer. Uh, within the uh, Cisco environment. If that's something you're interested in, absolutely uh, take a look with Brian. Uh, the next one that we've got is the venerable uh, Keith Bogart, Bogart. Uh, going into CCNA fundamentals, our foundations. Here's the thing. If you want to get started in CCNA, look, you want to start with Keith. Keith is, I'm I'm humbled by what a great instructor Keith is. His live sessions are always just, people are, are rave about them. Uh, and his on-demand content is just engaging and informative and, and the students love him. And so if you're thinking about going into networking, look, Cisco is a great way to go. And if you want to get that introduction, uh, then Keith is, your guy and this is a great way this is uh you know six hours a day for five days and he's really going over the fundamentals of uh ccna which is the kind of the entry point i won't say entry level because it's not really entry level but the entry point to a cisco journey and he's covering that and that's going to be fantastic and then speaking of instructors that are just absolutely beloved uh we've got uh, our our very own Alexis Ahmad, 
And he is going into, again, one of our other most highly requested topics, which is cloud penetration testing. And in this case, we're looking at AWS penetration testing. And Alexis is going to go through, he's going to take you, let you understand, uh, you know, basic cybersecurity in the cloud, what Amazon Web Services are, how you get into making sure that your AWS services are secured by going through the pen testing process on them. Fantastic stuff there. Again, that's running from January 29th through January 31st. So three days there and uh, four hours a day for that one. And then finally, we've got Brian again. If you're getting uh, serious into uh, Cisco certification, really, and I say this as someone who's not in networking, probably the, the top certification in the IT world, uh, and I know people will probably disagree, but uh, CCIE. And Brian's got four of these, and he's going to take you on a journey into enterprise infrastructure. And uh, again, you can see it's, it's network professionals. It's really geared towards achieving that uh, CCIE enterprise infrastructure certification, going through things like BGP, VPN, MPLS, SD-WAN, many more. I'm not just going to read those to you. Uh, that is a uh, what, 12, 13, 14, 15, five days, had to, had to do the math there. Uh, five days, six hour intense training to get that information. So, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, you look at the live virtual training that we have, you take that, you look at uh, the on-demand training that we've got on our platform that aligns with this content. And that's a really powerful way uh, if you're looking, particularly if you're looking to go towards a certification journey, uh, that you know you can use these things in conjunction to really help you get there. So, as I said at the outset, I am really excited about this program. We have the ability to provide this live training to our customers. We have this ability. We've got this library of on-demand training that is aligned with many of our uh, live virtual training topics. And we've got this lab work that's available too. So we're giving you so many different ways to understand and to generate expertise in these different topics. And uh, I think that's that's pretty much what I wanted to say. Catherine, did I miss anything? You know what, Tracy, you and Tim were both so very thorough. The only thing that you missed uh, is that we also have a survey. So you were very... Um, thorough in what you were talking about, but I just wanted to let the audience know that if you have something specifically coming up in any of these live virtual trainings that you want to know about, um, we're going to post a link in chat right now. You can take the survey, let us know specifically what you want to learn about. Can't promise we're going to address every single thing, but that is the benefit um, of these live virtual trainings. One of many benefits is we can hear directly from you. Hey, you want to know specifically about this? Well, let our instructors know so that if there's something that a lot of a lot of you are wanting to hear about or that we're seeing, hey, there's a trend, a lot of people asking this question, this specific, we can make sure that we get in there and answer that question. So like I said, we're going to post the survey in our chat right now and just click on it. You don't have to answer every single question. You can just answer what you want to send it into us so that um, we have the information. We know what you want to know. And uh, Tracy, I think I think that was it. Uh, anything else that you or Tim uh, want to say before we wrap things up today? I'm good. Tim, what do you, you got anything uh, parting words, sir? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. As far as those attending or planning to attend next week, if you want to get some advanced hands-on, just a quick recipe for those who don't yet know how to sign up for ChatGPT free, you'll just go to chat.openai.com, 
That's step one. Step two would be sign in with your LinkedIn or your Apple or your Microsoft or Google account. You can do either federated or you could create an email-based account. And then you can just start prompting and working with the AI. Feel free to ask business, personal, it doesn't matter. Sometimes it can help people get more into the flow by just asking personal questions. The caveat with a chat GPT free though, is that OpenAI reserves the right to sample your conversations and use them to further train the model. So the guidance is for the free chat GPT, don't ever put any proprietary or secret or sensitive or personal information in there. If you decide to go to a paid tier, then you get assurance that OpenAI will not sample your conversations. But that would be a nice way for you to get some advanced hands-on and hopefully generate some questions that I can answer for you next week. I look forward to seeing you all then. Tim, that's awesome. awesome information. Thank you. And I am going to make sure and flag this live stream for my dad because he was in town over Thanksgiving and kept asking me, I need you to help me set up a chat GPT account. I need you to help do it. And I said, dad, it's mm. really, really simple, but you made it sound absolutely super simple. So I'm going to flag that, make sure my dad sees it too. Cool. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Tim. Again, thank you, Tracy. And thank you to everyone who is joining us today. Again, you can still register for next week's live virtual training with Tim Warner. The registration link, we have it on the screen. We have it in chat for you. Um, or you can go to INE.com and click learning and then live training for all those details on next week's training, as well as all the upcoming live virtual trainings. You can also register for our email list. Make sure you stay in the loop for when we go live for all of our virtual trainings, for all our best deals, we have some really great uh, Black Friday deals. We have some other specials that I'm not going to mention coming up in December, but trust me, you're not going to want to miss those. So um, make sure that you sign up for that. Tracy, Tim, thank you again. Thank you so much Thanks. for Catherine, Catherine for having us here. All right. We'll see you next time. Until then, have a great week. Tim, get some rest. You've got a busy week next week as well. See you later. <laughs>